I don't know what happened before. Yeah. Mm, technical fuck-ups. Yeah. Technology always seems to have problems. Yeah. That's most things. Yeah. Have you seen... That new show, Invincible, on Amazon Prime? Yeah, I'm on the final episode right now. All right, no spoilers. I'm on the second episode right now. Oh, uh, okay. It, yeah, okay. Yeah, I won't say anything. Actually, <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks. I, I, I I'll just say like, yeah, it gets pretty good. That's all I'll say. Where's, where does it kind of stay? How it is from episode one? I would, uh, without like spoiling anything, I would say episode seven and eight are better than episode one. Nice. Yeah, because I'm kind of had a couple gripes with it. Maybe it's just because I'm comparing it to other like satirical takes on superheroes like the boys. Yeah. Um I I've had take I've had uh gripes with it. Like I feel like this is a common thing in all this stuff, but it seems very superficial and like you know how like it just feels kind of superficial and a little cliche with all this stuff, but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, this. like yeah. And I guess, you know, the boys did just really strike gold. Yeah, I did. Like, granted, it's not without its own flaws, but when it does well, it knocks it out of the fucking park. Yeah. No, okay. Well, uh, actually, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say I something, know. but it's like, it's later I'll, on. I'll so. definitely let you know once I'm done. Uh, yeah. Because there's one thing that, like, uh, that annoys me, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I like it though. Like, I really like episode seven. I episode nice. six isn't as good, but some of the episodes are pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, I'm it's like liking a, it so far to the point where like I'm definitely gonna watch the whole thing. No, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, it's definitely good enough to watch the whole thing. Yeah, it, um, I was gonna say, but yeah, you know, it's like one of those animated shows. They can take a lot more liberties with those than uh, other, like live action. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Like usually, yeah, like animation and live action are can be quite different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like actually like a really good animated show that does a really good satirical take on superheroes is the new Harley Quinn show that's on HBO Max. Oh, I've seen a few clips of that. I haven't watched it, though. Really? I watched all two seasons within, like, three days. Oh, shit. Uh, There's two seasons? Yeah. I just saw, like, the... Ryan. Ryan. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Cody. That's all good. Ow. Hey, guys. Hello, ham radio, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, there goes Ryan. And he's gone. Gone too soon. What were you saying about the Harley Quinn show? Oh, I saw like the clips where the Joker is uh, normal or whatever. Like, oh, that's such a shame. Spoilers. Oh, you haven't gone to that? Well, no, but I'm saying for the audience... Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Forgot about that. Because that doesn't happen until season two. Uh, yeah, see, I was just looking at clips online. I thought that happened, like, right away. No, no, that doesn't happen for a long time. At least in, in the show. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Male audience. <laughs> if you're really listening. fucked you over. <laughs> yeah, that's a disclaimer there. I it's still a really it's really funny and while it kind of runs into the issue that a lot of comedy shows that try and tackle like other subject matters uh do or can I don't know what I'm saying um when it gets to the drama elements it handles some of them better than others yeah 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 big problem with these shows I just comedies in general I've noticed um yeah. I've been watching a lot of that show New Girl. And like most things, I'm about seven years too late. 
Um, yeah. Uh, at least I, I better really late popular. than that. Yeah, and I am like I was actually fairly into it within the first season because it just felt like a comedy. And then, and then you run into flander, drama, uh, flanderization, and then all that drama, shit. Drama, drama, drama. Uh, became like and a then soap opera. It's so much like a soap opera, and I hate melodrama. Um, it's ruined so many shows that start off actually fairly solid. Stuff like Arrow, The Flash, Supernatural. Oh, dude, the CW is classic with that. Oh right? my god. Arrow is probably the best show that's only by default because all those shows get bad at the yeah. point. None of them stay good. Well, I heard like season three passed that for all those shows. It's just horrible. Yeah. I mean, I'll give Arrow the benefit of the not the benefit of the doubt, but the first half of the show is actually fairly decent, and then it yeah. kind of goes to shit. Um, and then Flash kind of only the first season is good. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I... None of the other CW uh, superhero shows are good at all. No, no. Supergirl yeah, CW. shit. Legends of Tomorrow is shit. Black Lightning is shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know who watches those shows. I feel like they have such low budgets. It's kids. It's kids. Yeah, it's kids. fucking kids and preteens. Yeah. No one else is going to find those stories enjoyable. No one with a brain, at least. Um, well, I uh, heard the Superman and Lois show is pretty good. I watched the first episode. I actually liked it. You know, it was bad. Oh, yeah. I, don't oh, know, uh, one, one, I saw that the moment HBO was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take it off. It's okay. Fuck that. You're trying to create like artificial demand to watch the show. Oh, if yeah, I want to watch a show, I want to do it like on my own, not because you say we're going to take it away if you don't. Yeah. Can Ryan join back like it? Or did, do we have maybe to send another sh- maybe link? Maybe uh, shoot him a text or something. Yeah, the thing is, if I like click out of the podcast, it'll like disconnect me. It's weird. Oh, fuck. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe I do just need to send another link. I'll... I was asking. Damn, I was kind of liking the conversations we were having. Wait, hold on. Let's see. Let's let's just wait a second. Let 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 me ask him. Yeah. No, yeah. CWs. Oh, hey, Ryan. 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 I think I hear Ryan. Or was I hear buzzing. <laughs> I hear you just buzzing. Uh, Ryan dude. took the fly a little too close to the darts. Right. I was actually talking about that yesterday. Um, I was I was comparing it to movies like what the, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what I don't know. Yikes! That, <laughs> that was a yikes. Uh, We're experiencing technical difficulties as Ryan seems to be uh, being pulled into the seven yeah. pits of hell. Ryan is no longer with us. Right, Ryan has left the ethereal plane. Yeah, he, he's just out of here at this point. Yeah. Are you had a fly? You were talking about that. Yeah, no, I was talking uh, just like with some buddies the other day about the fly, and I compared. I was comparing it to Tusk and Human Centipede. Um, I don't know if you've seen either of those. I've seen the Human Centipede, and I I saw like clips of Tusk. <laughs> Tusk is hilarious. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Not I, because it's good. It's just because what other movie has a human walrus in? It? Yeah, what the hell? Like that's what I was looking at. Like, what is that? <laughs> He was like, this is a great idea. That just Man, Johnny so Depp weird. is in that movie, too. Really? Yeah. He's actually the worst part of it, like, like objectively, like, in, in the quality sense. Shit, what, what is he in that movie? Like, a detective? So, okay, so, yeah, the movie is essentially, there's this, like, podcaster guy called Wallace. Get oh wow wallace the waters <laughs> right and so and he finds this um like kind of like a take one like phone number clip of like an old guy who's willing to kind of tell his life story in yeah. canada and so he goes there and then the old guy kind of drugs him and then he wants to turn him into a walrus using human parts um and so he becomes this like really weird 
actually incredibly creative like walrus creature made out of like human skin and bones oh yeah i saw pictures um, of that like how do you not yeah, die they actually do a, they actually do a really good job with the practical effects um with that i was fairly impressed it was like if you told me i had to make a walrus monster using only human parts i would not have been able to do as good of a job as they did <laughs> yeah um, and then and then there's kind of a b-plot going on at the same time where like wallace's friends hire johnny depp who is a very boring and unfunny detective oh so um, he's a detective no way yeah so like they're trying to like track him down and yeah it's honestly like at least the walrus elicits a reaction out of me well i guess you could call like screaming in agony a reaction but that's all johnny depp's performance gets for me oh god it's incredibly boring and really slow paced, especially when you want to get back to the wildly more interesting plot of guy being turned into a walrus. Yeah, that seems like it would have the full audience attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Ryan is saying that he's in the podcast right now. He's clearly not in here. Whoa. Fucking X Files shit. Uh, uh, dude, he is in a different plane of existence. Oh my god. It's like, Cody, I don't know how you can be texting me and talking to me at the same time. What the hell? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I told him that. Yeah, but that movie sounds just... Oh, I, like... I weirdly recommend it. It's just you yeah. can see, like, it's a fun kind of insanity. Oh, and he's gone again. How do you not, like, die turning into a walrus? I don't know, because they don't really actually show much of the transformation. They show that, like, the guy... Oh, Ryan. Ryan? Um, yeah. They show the guy, like, losing limbs, and they show that he's on... Oh, there he goes. On, like, a surgical table. Yeah. And then, um, and then it kind of cuts to him, like, as now, like, a walrus. Oh. Ryan? Ryan. That's so it's just like all of a sudden it's just like guy getting limbs cut off next scene. He's a full on walrus. Pretty much, yeah. Um and the funny thing too is that um they for some reason like he can't like part of like his vocal cords were taken out so he can't like form words. All he can do is like scream and kind of moan. Oh god. It's actually fairly unnerving. Like oh. as ridiculous as it sounds. I read about uh, like how he turned him into a walrus because his like best friend turned in or like yeah no it's him? because so yeah. the the old guy kind of goes into his backstory of how like he was like he was a World War One soldier and or World War Two I forget um and their boat crashed and he kind of washed up on this iceberg where this walrus took care of him. And so he's kind of trying to recapture the friendship that he had um, with that walrus. Hello. Hey. Ryan? Can you hear me? You popped over yeah. into like a different dimension. Yeah, it was weird. Can you, am I talking? I can hear you. You yeah, can hear me? You are yeah, talking. I can hear you. I can hear Jesus you. Christ. Do I sound fine at least? Like you're, you're, yeah, you're a little loud. Loud, though. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm upset. That's why I'm loud. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> forever. Jesus. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I fucking know. expensive headset. You think it'd work? Jesus. Yeah, my right. Ashley Fifty has been falling apart. So. Ugh. All right. Sorry oh, about that. God. Yeah, you're pulled yeah. by the elder gods. Mortal <laughs> <laughs> Kombat. No. Uh, no, not those pansy elder gods like Cthulhu and that. Kind oh of shit. yeah, yeah. The elder gods, the old, cool the old elder ones. gods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus! All right, well, I'm we ready finally now. made it. Yeah, Christ. We've been talking about people being turned into walruses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could fucking hear you guys the entire time. I was like, "Hello, can you hear me?" That happened to me one time. Um, Oh, that also happened we to doing me. This. Yeah. Jeez, looks like we all it's had... Both, it's both, the platform I use is both really shitty and both really good. Yeah. Uh, I, it was definitely my end because I was joining, like, Discord and people still couldn't hear me talking, so mm, gotcha. at least I fixed the issue. I don't know. Old headset might be dying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Nice. All right. Well, whew, I'm ready to All start right. now. <laughs> On to our movie review. Well, yeah. Cost. Cody's been ready since. Uh, yeah. Since so, uh, since the days we start show. with a guy called Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Wallace the Walrus. Wall- <laughs> he even has like a mustache that kind of looks like walrusy. Of course. On, a little on the nose there. Fuck. Who's that one kid who plays um plays like the little kid in the Sixth Sense and um he was in the Boys. Oh, what's that, what's that actor's name? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. He's like yeah, the guy. Someone... Can, he's like the guy can read people memories. Yeah, well, he's Mesmer in the Boys. Yeah, I just don't remember the actual oh, yeah. um, actor's name. Haley Joel. Oh, Osmond. right. Haley Joel Osment. He's in Tusk with Johnny Depp. Um, and the oh, other really? people. is he? Yeah. He's oh. one of like the friends looking for his now walrus friend. That's funny. And the ending of the movie is hilarious, <laughs> but I don't know if you want me to spoil it or not. I've already seen. I've seen the YouTube clips. I'm like, yeah, right, this I film saw it. Weird. We saw it actually in the uh, film class, Brian. Did we? Yeah, remember because like one of our friends was talking about it or whatever. Oh yeah, was that the film class that I taught? You th- were going to do the Halloween section, but I don't think that ever happened. Well, I, I don't think I ever taught your class because it was a different schedule. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I I came up with all the assignments and the tests, and I picked out all the films. Wait, so. what did what did uh, the teacher do? <laughs> Supervised it. Yeah, but you did all the legwork. You should have made money. <laughs> no, I wasn't made. I, was, I just had a fun time. No, so. yeah, no, yeah. No. It was fun. But no, because I remember because I said, okay, one of the assignments was uh, you're going to pair off into groups and then each group will do a different subgenre of horror. So I'm guessing that that was either body or splatter horror. Oh, right. I, I think we did that for our class, but you, yeah, we just had separate schedules. So um, you weren't there. Yeah. Teaching. Yeah, no, but yeah, you guys still did like my assignments and went over the films I picked and I yeah. the tests. I think and we I did. I the test too. Yeah, we did like the thing and whatnot for body horror. Oh yeah, we yeah, that's a good group. one. I think the person in our class did an American Werewolf in London. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. Nice, that's that's, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay, shut up, Cody. <laughs> All right. Well, I can already say, um, what a great film. Cody was I, saying, how... I like this a lot better than the first one. Oh, yeah, no, oh yeah, my. yeah this was, yeah, Cody was saying this is probably one of the best sequels ever made, and I'm I'm gonna have to agree with him here. Yeah, it was one of the best like best sequels I've seen ever. Yeah, it improves um, on the characters, the world, the narrative, expands on about every element introduced in the first one, exactly what a sequel should do. Yeah, like it, it like it. Yeah, it does it so it. fuck yeah. you, Cody. It does it mm-hmm. so seamlessly and flawlessly that mm-hmm. y- yeah, like what like what you're saying, it just builds off that world that it established. Oh, and uh, this will be a spoiler review. So yep, spoilers. Yeah, we should have like insert a little jingle or something. Yeah, I just want to make sure before we say anything too much. <laughs> I already spoiled a TV show earlier, so... Yeah, thanks a lot, Cody. <laughs> yeah, so what you said, Ryan? Uh, no, yeah, it just... Uh, it does, like, the world, the lore building, I love. And the fact that mm-hmm. the idea... Uh, the intro scene with Bautista is oh, yeah, so well really done. It yeah. introduces you to so much in such a small amount of time. No, yeah. It's and, perfect. Like, and they do such a good job. Reintroduces you to the world. It yeah, does, they, like, a good job of setting up the conflicts throughout yeah, the films. Good exposition too. Like it's not mm-hmm. like too annoying and in your face, but it's like it's kind of interesting stuff. You know, you yeah. got this old medic, and then they're talking to because this really is robots. a. This is a very complex film, and yeah. if you're not paying attention, you're not going to follow it. So no, yeah, you will need some exposition. Not everything could be done through like visual storytelling. This is too complex of a world and story and the characters are too complex yeah mm-hmm. no i'm exactly. not trying to say like you must have an iq of about <laughs> IQ no it's is. just this is a movie that requires almost all of your attention to fully no, yeah. grasp and understand and like the main argument against this film is the pacing they're like 
it maybe it's too slow, but uh, I don't know. I like it. I think I agree mean, to it, a certain extent. Yeah, I feel like it but... is a slow moving film, but I like it. I feel like it just builds upon. No, the I really like it too. It's just I will acknowledge. This absor- is a no, slow yeah, film. no, for no, yeah, for like can, atmospheric yeah, effect and yeah, world Ooh, building yeah. and like that. It gives such a good when it does those slow shots where it's just silence or maybe just a still frame of a character looking off. It gives that building of emotion and depth to that character and what they might be thinking. So I think the runtime like is perfect for the film. I honestly think the original should have been longer because of the yeah. pacing issues it had. Oh, yeah, you were telling but me about that. The, so this one fixes it uh, flawlessly in my well, opinion. Like, I'll just take a moment to just think about the. The cinematography in this movie is insane. <laughs> it the is colors. really good. It's really fucking. This is such a beautiful a, film. Yeah, it, such kind of like a drab looking. world. Yeah. Man. Well, I love the such the stark contrasts where in the beginning we see this very bright, bustling city um, that's clearly very futuristic to a very gray, rundown, um, just poverty run uh poverty stricken area where it's all the like the garbage and broken buildings yeah then just a very heavy uh like brown sand color like an orange that gives a that just does such a well the use of color in this film really interesting when you pointed that yeah because not that the original, aesthetically, like we talked about how much the aesthetics of the original film do such a great job at world yeah. building. This but the colors in that. this really give it yeah. like its own unique flair. I can't, the only other film I could even like think of to compare it to is like a film that uses color and cinematography in a similar way is Mad Max Fury Road. That's another film that does yeah. a really good job with coloring and shots. Um, well, and that's, yeah. that movie has a simple shot, but like, the part where they're kind of shooting like the powdery fireworks in the air like that's mm. such a beautiful shot with the landscape yeah. in the background and like these bright reds and yellows i don't know it's, it's simple but it looks good yeah um no yeah and like i i love that just like the main character k you know a classic ryan gosling character right here mm-hmm. like this sad <laughs> boy attractive yeah well, sad, he, yeah, yeah he fits the he fits boy. the role <laughs> he mm. fits the role so well well and like how lonely he is and like he has to go after a, another piece of artificial intelligence but like very limited one and joy yeah his, his kind of very somber um, yeah like uh mannerisms about him really fit because he's kind of supposed to be this emotionless robot yeah he's yeah literally supposed to be an emotionless well, robot in the whole movie he's like in this tug of war of emotion like human emotions starting to take him over kind of like how you have uh um, Roy, what's his name? Rugger Howard's character in the Roy Batty. Exactly, the it's one. this great parallel yeah. to like you're you're essentially yeah. you have you're you've given the, now, the conflicts uh, from the antagonist. You're giving them to the protagonist of the yeah. sequel, which is such a smart idea because not only does it you know um, make the protagonists have a sense of kind of familiarity, but we also get to see this kind of conflict and drive uh, kind of dug out more and we get to see it extended exactly yeah the the perspective change from the first to the second film is such a genius idea for Mm -hmm. a sequel because that's something that is very thought-provoking to think of like what would it be like for like a replicant to hunt down its own kind and terminate them It's, it's very very well done well, while also like they're terminating them while also being hated by the entirety of humanity like mm-hmm. humanity hates them i mean oh besides God. you know the rebel group but like right. i mean you you have people like sl- like throwing slurs at him like a skin job and Skinner. all this stuff yeah he's, mm-hmm. they're all like fuck you and they're writing like all these and that's kind of that's always something i like in any kind of uh movie or show or anything where they are making like a new world I love the use of like new slang and then yeah. it shows like this kind of certain like amount of care and detail put into this world. Oh, you know? the, I feel like the detail in this movie is great. Like there's it so is, many scenes yeah. where you see him 
like they're pretty consistent with how like powerful he is compared to like a normal human. Like the scene mm-hmm. where he uh, uh, goes yeah, I think down I know what you're in the scrapyard yeah. and he like just takes down all those guys and then. Well, I was almost thinking of the scene where, where he it's breaks him through him and yeah, he breaks through the wall. The him wall. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say yeah. that. Yeah, that's I'm, gnarly. I love that scene because yeah, it's, it's just so you good. forget that he's a replicant sometimes. I, that um, is what I want superhero movies to do more of. Like I feel like they kind of shy away from like they don't always show their powers consistently. Like in this movie, mm-hmm. they're showing that he is like a replicant. Like the, these his, are his so, abilities aren't really the focus. I no, they're not they're the focus. Yeah, note. like it just it feels like something that is organically like it's put a into the film. Product of the film. Yeah. It's very well done. It's not too in your face. It feels natural anytime it comes kind of back into the frame. Speaking of that scene where they're in like the dump, like waste uh, land, and he gets shot, his car gets shot down, and he crash lands, and they start cutting open the door, and he just gets out, picks the guy up, and snaps his back on his knee. You're like, Jesus. And then pops like three bullets into three dudes. You're like, oh my god. I I was already shocked at that moment. But then when the lady starts sending missile down and blowing dudes like limbs off, like Jesus Christ. It, it It is shocking. Yeah, and it really seems like a film that takes advantage not only of having, you know, we have a better, like, you know, we had better effects and better yeah. technology when the original came out, but it feels like, you know, they wouldn't have been able to kind of get away with the amount of violence and kind of more, even though the first film was fairly mature, um, yeah. the more kind of mature themes and visuals um, that this one kind of gets away with more. Well, absolutely. and what I love in this film too is that uh, K is the protagonist, but he's not necessarily like kind of like uh, the main character in all of this, you know? It's no, more no, it's more it Deckard never, yeah. and his daughter. Like exactly. he's more of just a side, which is super interesting to have a film centered upon a character who's not, you know, the major like deal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not super cliche in that aspect. Speaking yeah. of his daughter, that was such a shocking reveal. I was like, "Oh, it wow. was really well done." I was surprised, yeah. actually. I was, I was, I was like, very surprised. I really started to believe he was the one. I won't lie, that final scene. We're already like talking about the final scene, but uh, mm-hmm. when he is when he, because you, I knew like when he was walking Deckard, uh, up the stairs. He's like, "Go see your daughter." He's like, "Deckard's like, come with." He's like, "No, just go by yourself." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, there's something up." Reveals that he's yeah. ble- like bleeding well, out, and I like I was choking up like as he just slowly laid back. It, that was a beautiful scene because again, it draws parallels to you know the antagonist in the first film, how yeah. he died in kind of a similar way, just kind of bleeding out. No, and they exactly. even I, what I noticed, they play the same score when the antagonist in the yeah. first one dies. Oh wow. K, in this one bleeds out and i, I used to be assumed that he died yeah tears and this in was rain. snow and like i saw some people commenting like you know the snow is something that lasts a little bit longer than the rain does and like what i think is cool about this scene is that both of these characters roy batty and him died okay died mm-hmm. uh while kind of becoming more human towards the end you know like roy batty saved Decker. yeah that's a good point and then, that idea of dying yeah, like dying the, fulfilling the yourself thing yeah is dying fulfilling yeah dying fulfilling for yourself for someone else yeah something bigger exactly yeah. something bigger than yourself which is you know i think we when we went over it last time but you know to have the ability to care about someone beside yourself is you know to be human yeah absolutely and the acting the acting performance is so well done when mm-hmm. he freaks out in that room, oh my he god, he's Wait. like the kid. Oh yeah. yeah, not even that. That when he, uh, when he's in the wasteland and he remembers his old memory, yeah. of the horse, mm-hmm. and he goes and checks, and it's there, mm-hmm. and this like, like, dread washes over his face. He doesn't say anything during that entire scene. You Which just makes see it that him much like, more impactful. Yeah. You just see him break no. down, and you're like, oh my god. No, Ryan Gosling is perfect at that. Like, he was so mm-hmm. perfectly cast. You can feel, like, you can almost just feel his emotion, like, raw emotions yeah. pouring out. Which is just the craziest thing to think of. Like, he's a robot, you know? And yeah. he's 
yet he's exerting these kinds of emotions. And I think that's why it's good, Ryan, you mentioned that like he doesn't talk during that scene because the way he talks is, for the most part, in a very robotic and stale yeah. tone. So to have only his expressions being shown because he appears to be human, that is, it makes it more easy for us as the audience to connect with him through visuals uh, and facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he does a very well job. <laughs> Going on the flip side of acting, Harrison Ford is like, I can totally just picture him being like, yeah, I don't, fuck you guys. I don't want to talk that much during this film. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely seemed like he, they gave him like more like lines maybe but he was just like yeah i'm too old for this fuck you guys he was kind of han solo in it not <laughs> yeah. original han solo but han solo in the sequel films yeah and he's like f this i'm done with this shit <laughs> he does, he does a good this. job but he, he's got like just one no and it fits the character because <laughs> yeah character, yeah he said like, yeah he's this grumpy you know he's gone through all this he's just like done, most yeah. of his lines are just like comebacks uh, you know uh, very Harrison Ford, like very, very, very. Mister Ford, I see you've passed the script back to me, and you've scribbled out everything else, and just said <laughs> grunts, grunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's that. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Which, yeah, the same exact notes he gave to the script supervisor in Call of the Wild. Oh, oh did he? Did he really? But... No, he doesn't. He does narration in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but he does it with about as much you know emphasis as he does in this. Like it must as much enthusiasm. I'm tired of this shit. (laughs) Oh, and when they do all this, that um, when he gets captured, and they do the Rachel reveal, how did they do that? She, obviously, it has to be like some gnarly cgi but yeah they, they got that so spot on the cg in this film is really yeah, it was beautiful this is she this looks is just beautiful she, she doesn't look a day older than her original actress it's yeah. crazy yeah. i think yeah, it was all just note, CGI. Rogue one. <laughs> yeah facts yeah Rogue one. like Rogue. not to shit completely on like the weird i don't know what you call it but like actor implanting that we're, yeah. we were seeing with CG, but like every now and then you would blink and it would be really ugly in Rogue One. And this is a great example of how you do that kind of CG. You make it look like the actor's there. Yeah. Well, no, it feels exactly. so, it, it, during that scene too, when he's like, her eyes are green, you're like, yeah, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You bring his old wife back, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, and then they like pop her. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It just shows they don't get. Neander Wallace just does not care at all. Yeah, Jared Leto does like, and this is something I don't really say that often, but he does a solid job in this. Um, yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, I like him in this movie. He I mean, performs his, his, his uh, job well. His role is pretty mm-hmm. small in this movie. Um, no, but what he does. No, have, but what he, he does, does well. do is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. no, I like. I like his blind performance and like how he has mm-hmm. his little robot eyes and all that. He's interesting. Like I, I like how creepy they feel. Yeah. No, yeah, he's a very that scene, American that guy. that birthing scene. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And he weird. slices her stomach open. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, this this fun. movie has very shocking scenes. Um and they spread but... it out with which is good. Like it's not no, it's too... It's yeah, very well. It's not like a Tarantino film where it's just kind of like violence after yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Violence. Not to shit on Tarantino. I, I love the guy, but um, sometimes like the violence starts to lose its impact. Yeah, and you then get becomes, but, but like, well, yeah, yeah, you, exactly. you watch a Tarantino film for the violence. Yeah, you yeah watch you're something like, like, by this. like the 17th head being blown off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I've seen this before. It's like, yeah, okay. But when you watch ago. this and they, they do the violence, it is very shocking. Mm-hmm. Like, like another thing, another scene that comes to mind is when I forget her name. Uh, but she's like love? the angel yeah. love it. It the she has the black hair. She's um Jared yeah. Leto's yeah assistant or whatever. His perfect mm. replicant. Same about the scene where she crushes the glass. He, not she when she out. like she's in the uh the art like the police um force oh, and yeah. she's stealing the bones and she literally walks up behind the guy and karate chops his spine. Oh, oh, yeah, he's just, yeah, like yeah. gurgling, just choking on his blood, bleeding out of his eyes. You're like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty brutal, and she was the uh, complete opposite of gay. 
And mm. she is I love I love how she cries too. Right when she did like right when she kills them. Yeah. She sheds a tear. Mm. You know, maybe she's uh realizing this is not the right thing to do, guys. Yeah. Yeah, she's still Ladies and gentlemen, I shouldn't kill someone. Amanda <laughs> Wallace. Right. But uh brilliant idea though, the blackout, the whole just like the I like just this background world that they built up, like with the blackout and how it knocked out all the information that they had gathered uh, mm-hmm. for a time, for a very long time period. And just like everything, you know, I don't know. It's just so good. And, and that, it, that, that segues yeah. into very like, very like well looking um, scene selections. Like when they're walking through the massive library. Oh all yeah. The, yeah. It's okay, it's yeah. Very, good. The cinematography in this is really good. Like it was solid in Blade Runner, like the original one. But I remember more shots uh, from this one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The architecture, I should say, is very well done. Mm-hmm. And looks. I want to say though, another incredible scene that comes to mind is the sex scene where oh, they yeah, that was crazy. interweave the two yeah. actresses. That, yeah, that melting scene, and when she, when uh, Ryan Gosling's like uh, wife steps out into the rain, mm-hmm. and the rain's passing through her, and then eventually yeah. starts yeah. connecting. It's very, it's so well done, and it looks absolutely incredible. I really yeah. want to know how they did those shots. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was crazy. I always think about that scene. And then yeah, I was thinking about kind of like. Like, you kind of get the feeling that he wants to be, like, as human as he possibly can be, which is why, you know, he kind of, in addition to other things, he wants to be, you know, Decker's yeah. uh, son. And so that's why he kind of has that wife there, even though, you know, as a robot with another artificial intelligence, she serves no purpose. It's that kind of desire to be more than he initially was created for. Yeah, kind of like, in essence, like a human. Like, we want exactly. to be more. And that's what mm-hmm. he wants to be. Yeah. And so like what, what you brought up, like he want, he sees being Deckard's son as him finally being more than just a machine. Like he's mm-hmm. a full being. Like he, he was actually born. He has a purpose you know? rather yeah. than just, yeah, what he was born with. Um, and in the end, he, well, I mean, that isn't fulfilled, but at least he does fulfill. He finds a different. He helps. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He helps Deckard find his actual daughter and helps fulfill their wishes, essentially, of that's getting awesome. back together. So that's brilliant. And, uh, yeah, the whole idea of, like, the replicant and the humans mating and, like, how concerned everyone is about it. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're like, the... if people find out about this, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that is wild. It is such, like, yeah, the, it, I forget, I forget the director's name. but uh, uh, Yeah, like, Denae Villeneuve. I forget, yeah, but I was going to mention him because I don't know if you're about to say this, Ryan, I'm just interrupting you or i'm just interrupting you go ahead to be a dick but yeah he's going to be doing he's doing the new dune film yeah. oh really yeah yeah oh, so wow. which makes me actually fairly excited for it already than like the trailer and already being a pretty decent fan of dune um is because i'd love to see the director that could do this do his take on doom mm-hmm. yeah no this that'll be that'll be oh, very man. interesting yeah i'm not now i'm definitely excited to see that but uh like I was saying, the director's um, idea of messing with the concept of a replicant thinking that it was human to realizing that mm-hmm. it's actually not is yeah. so well. It's such a good idea, yeah. And plays so well into the concept of what it means to be a human. I yeah, love I love it so much. Well, and just like the loneliness, or yeah, throughout the film that comes from Kay. Or Joe, you know, you just feel so bad for him the whole film. It's mm-hmm. just like Jesus. Like these replicants, you know, they're just treated like trash. <laughs> when hey. when she when uh his director when she's drinking and, and uh they're talking about the soul. Yeah. She's like, You get on fine with that one. and he's like, with what? A soul? Mm-hmm. You're like, damn. Yeah, so you're a little rough there. Yeah. It is man, it is um, such a well done film. I cannot say that enough. Yeah, yeah and they brought back really the one character from the first movie, the guy who does the... Uh, oh, gaff. the origami? Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice little uh, callback. 
I did like yeah. that a lot. Uh, in the Vegas shots, like when he, they go to Vegas and like oh, the party, yeah. that part is just beautiful. And when like, they're when, doing the Elvis, <laughs> that oh, that, yeah, that fight scene yeah. between him and Harrison, <laughs> and right. Harrison's like throwing like hooks back to back to back. And oh yeah, it... he actually hit him in the face <laughs> in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> that's even funnier. Oh my god. Yeah. No, that, yeah. is, that is a yeah. funny scene to watch. I was thinking one of the other reasons I like this film um, a lot more than the original, you know, kind of past um, what we've already mentioned, is just that I enjoy these characters a lot more. Uh, not yeah. to say that the original didn't have good characters, but I'm very much invested in each one of these characters that the film presents and that we follow. Yeah, like the original, I want to say has like maybe three or four like very memorable characters, mm-hmm. um, but this one you feel well, yeah like for sure all the character like not all but I like a lot of the characters yeah are very like fleshed out and uh, like very well done and memorable. Yeah, I like Kay a lot more in this movie just because. You know, his character, I feel like you can feel a lot more for him. He doesn't do. force himself onto anyone either. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That is, that is very true. Yeah. Which I think one of my that, biggest but... gripes with the first one. And so, you know, the absence of any scene like that, you know, even without anything else we mentioned, automatically makes us better than the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. No weird scenes like that. Yeah. Luckily. Um, in the scene where, he, yeah, he's looking at the trees and just like, you never even seen a tree. Like, damn, dude, this city sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, I would not want to yeah. live there. It's like this irradiated world. I don't even know what. Like, what is it with the backstory with that? You know, like what happened? Must have been and that's the great thing is that even like, though you know, even though there is like a fair amount of explaining, is they know exactly what and what yeah. to not explain because they know you know this is. I will say this is an intelligent film and it, it very much, um, you know, doesn't, uh, that ah, fuck, I'm ruining my train of thought. It doesn't patronize you maybe. Exactly. It doesn't patronize yeah. you um, yeah. by I mean, going it, over too much detail of how this world works. And it expects the, the audience to understand as it's going along. It's very, yeah, yeah. it's very real. Like, yeah, or like logical that a eventual like nuclear fallout would or like of to some effect would happen. Well, yeah, and everyone moved to Mars or whatever, so they're all like, "Yeah, yeah. screw you guys on Earth," you know. That would Good be. Luck. I would. I would be. I would be intrigued to see what life would be like on other planets. That would. That would. Yeah. Be- for it's it has nothing to do with blade runner but for kind of a show with a very similar premise of like going off world and kind of leaving earth i check out uh the expanse on amazon prime um it's a lot like blade runner i can actually think of fair enough similarities and the fact that it's kind of sci-fi um and it's all about kind of political intrigue because people have moved to mars and mars has become like a military stronghold and then like people have moved to like the asteroid belt and there's like a bunch of like cultures that don't get along up there. It's really interesting, and I'd highly recommend it if you have time in Amazon Prime. Oh, nice! So it's free. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That sounds good. Yeah. What's it called again? The Expanse. Uh, the Expanse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I write it down. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just reminded of that, Ryan, when you were kind of talking. About- People on Mars that sound interesting. Yeah. What? Yeah. I I do like his costume in this one. The uh, like half the massive cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a cool design. I like it. It does. It it feels. It feels futuristic. Honestly, I think this movie fully like takes advantage of the whole like detective noir noir stories and all that like it just takes full advantage of it in this movie it's crazy yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and it does a good job i mean this maybe... k doesn't really feel like a cliche like as much as decker did no. so you're more invested yeah. in the mystery because you're invested yeah. in who's kind of looking into it well he ends up having a twist he's actually mm-hmm. a, i mean he's better than ray's character i mean he's a nobody but an actual nobody mm-hmm. not he stays Palpatine's a nobody. daughter. 
Yeah, J.J. Right? Abrams doesn't come back and fuck it over. Yeah. Say that, yeah. I'm doing Blade Runner 2056 now. <laughs> Kay is actually, he really is that good son. Mm-hmm. You definitely pull something like that, but. Yeah. Um, also, the sound design in this movie is really good. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think the sound is beautiful. Oh, like it's, it's, it was all just on a technical level. Yeah. No, I was about I think to say honestly, his... my my biggest gripe is just it's a little slow, but that's a fairly yeah. minor gripe. No, yeah, I would say the pacing is the one thing that I would agree with people saying that it's slow for yeah. sure. Like with yeah. what you said, Sean. But I, mm-hmm. I personally, I th- I like it. I think it's fine. No, but I, I can see how other people adore this film. It's yeah, so good and. I know I keep saying this, but in everything we've said, um, the tech on a technical level, it is flawless and it improves so much um, on kind of yeah. Or a sequel should be, um, yeah. I can agree with that. It is one of the best sequels I have ever seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like Terminator Two. I mean, sequel's <laughs> better, even though yeah. I like the first Terminator, so I don't know. No, I, really, I really still like the first Terminator. I just, you know, I I cared about the characters in the second one. Oh, it's the Terminator 2, I think, is a better movie, but... It uh, is, I, definitely. Yeah. But that's for another day. That's a different dun, dun, thing. Dun, 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 no, but, yeah. Um, I would uh, have to say, honestly, I would give this film... I want to say 10 out of 10... I'm. I'd say I nine might and a half go, just for the pacing. Yeah, a it's solid nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. I but think it's one of those movies that, like, it's really close to being a ten. Like when you can't find. Yeah, yeah there is no real fault with this film. Yeah. Well. Yeah, there, I, there are a couple, but they're really small. At least a lot. They're they're small enough the and time. like. And overshadowed by what does work well. Yeah. Like sometimes when you when you when people hear that, you know, you are finding faults or flaws with a film, it's like, oh, it must be a bad movie. It's like, well no, no every I movie have, has like, flaws. Right now, no. I have seen currently, like as of this recording, I've seen a thousand one hundred and six films, and I've only found fifteen of them to be without flaws. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I would say biggest faults for me, I think it's just the pacing and also Neander Wallace. I think could have been a little bit more developed, but I think it wasn't terrible. The fact that I don't remember that character, I have to say I agree with you. Yeah, Is you that see that? Jared yeah, Leto's that's character? why. Yeah, that's Jared Leto's character. Okay. I mean, I feel like they could have done more Fair with point. him. Yeah, he's pretty overshadowed. I almost think it's but... because they wanted to have give more time to Decker and no, his for story. sure. And um, I like because that in the last one we kind of went back and forth from the antagonist to. I'm kind of Roy Batty. Or... Yeah, oh, Roy Batty. The main, um, yeah, okay. the main, the main antagonist. Um, we kind of went back and forth from him and Decker, and this we kind of went back and forth from Kay and Decker. Yeah, more Neander Wallace is more of a plot device in this movie than a main mm-hmm. antagonist. He's just like the new guy creating new, the new replicants. Yeah, that's kind of his whole role, which you know, in the. This movie, I think that's fine. It's it's just like mm-hmm. a minor flaw, you know. Yeah, it's just like it could have used a little more work. Yeah, and I say minor flaw because I mean normally you'd think the antagonist not being that great is like a major flaw, but in this movie, he's not necessarily, you know, a huge aspect of it. I would say no, it's more the intrigue, mystery, spend and a lot with... of time on yeah. him, and the movie isn't really centered around him. No, yeah. So, Justice League. Justice. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so that's how I'd say it'd be more minor. Yeah. And love was a pretty big part of it too. Mm-hmm. His henchman. Before we wrap it up, real quick, I, I did want to say I'm looking at my notes right now, but uh, uh, the embers to the city transition was so well done. It, you guys remember that scene? It was they were out mm-hmm. in the wastes and the fire yeah. was going pan up. You see the embers and then oh, slow yeah, transition yeah. into the city. Oof. Really well, well done. I mean, all the city yeah. shots. Yeah, the shot where he's fl- like out, like flying or flying his car, like through the uh, <laughs> I don't know, through the skyscrapers. It's just so cool looking. And like the main yeah. LAPD area, 
like how they did that shot you know it's all rainy and just the atmosphere is perfect in this movie uh, yeah. so that's more of just like a broken record yeah technical stuff is good um yeah but yeah beyond that you know i like joy's character is interesting like how they made something that's so simple artificial yeah into uh-huh. something that you kind of have an attachment to but then like yeah. he looks at joy like later on in the movie when she's the giant she's like you know the pink thing mm-hmm. the hologram yeah. he just looks at it and he's like damn dude. yeah that is um, really fucked yeah oh and when joy got destroyed too his reaction to yeah. that was good yeah, that was a very sad And she was scene. cut off mid-sentence, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. Do you guys have anything else? Or? Uh, that's it. 9 out of 10. Sol- like, very solid 9. Oh, yeah. It's Loved the film. Great fucking film. Um, yeah. Blade Runner purist. Yeah, I'd probably give him that. Yeah, facts. Because there are just some people out there who are like, how dare the sequel come out? Yeah, really? I, I'm with, yeah, a fair amount of people didn't like this movie, and I think it's just because you hold the ne- the original so near and dear to your heart. I call it the Star Wars principle. Um, yeah, you praise the original as like this godlike film, even though it is rather flawed. And then when the, when a sequel comes out, you automatically all start upset. shitting on it. Yeah. Also, if you I call, also yeah. Last of Us and Last of Us Two. Yeah. And uh, like, just because it's not the original, apparently it's shit. Yeah, yeah, that's with all this stuff, you know, nostalgia and all that. You can't attack yeah. it. But I do see a lot of people like when I look at the comments on YouTube and all that. Like people love this movie. Like, oh you, yeah, I'm not saying that like this is no, like, yeah. a whole hit. Um, it kind of is. Like this appeals no, to no, this niche was... demographic of people. This got robbed, man. This got robbed at the box office. What a well. Shows why MCU movies keep getting made, <laughs> which is sad. Yeah, I don't hate the MCU. I'm just saying, like, no, it's just I'm glad it's done. I like stuff like this more, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thanks yeah, for listening. Is that the end of our review? I think so. Thanks for listening. Seems like it. Yep.